Do we have a problem? You're listening to the Don't Go Postal podcast with Donovan Stroud. to another episode of the Donko Postal Podcast. Today I am joined by my wife who will be helping me discuss the questions that were asked all the way back in December. So for those that have been waiting for a long amount of time, uh, now you'll get to hear the answers. And uh, say hello, babe. Hey. All right. You sound very excited for this. We'll jump right into it. Uh, first question is, does the post office have sex with my mail? Uh, thank you, Jordan B., for that question. And I can only speak for myself and say that uh, no, I, I, I do not do that. Um, you know, there have been, uh, you know, letters and packages that, you know, seems like they could, you know, get it, but... I personally haven't given it, so I do not have sex with the mail. Um, I hope that no other mail carriers have sex with the mail. What do you think of that joke, or not joke, that question? I mean, they have valid concerns. They want to make sure no one's having sex with their mail, so now they have the 411. I wonder if he got like a, a letter and it was just like a sticky letter. Like, what the hell, mailman? If anything, I'd be like, I wonder if they ate a honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, who besides me have issues with food delivery and wondering if I will be poisoned or if the delivery driver screws with my order while being delivered? See... I like food too much. I'm not going to be worried about that. If I die while eating some food, I just die. Like, you just, you can't, you can't worry about your food. You just got to eat your food and enjoy your food like it's your last meal. And if I die, I die. You can't worry about your food, Bruce. Uh, Yes, Bruce asked that question. Bruce C. And uh, thank you, Bruce, for the question. And I will remember that about you for no reason. Okay, go ahead and try to kill me. Next question. Are there any postal distribution centers in Columbia? That is asked by Woody W. And I would say yes, there is on Dixiana Boulevard, right? That's a distribution center. Why are you looking at me and asking me like I work for the post office? This is your question. You're supposed to know this. Did you not do your research for your question? I know that there's one in Dixiana, and I was looking at you to see if you had any input. So, oh, no, nothing about your job. No, just, it's all right. Sorry for trying to include you in on things. <laughs> okay, next one. Next question. Uh, will you be at the art bar? Asked by Woody as well. And uh, back in December, when you asked that, I think I was at the art bar. So that is a yes. He'll be at future art bars, Arsenal. Yes, I will also be at future art bars except for the one tonight because we are recording on a Tuesday and there's going to be one in 30 minutes. I don't think I'm going to make it. 
don't tonight. know. There's an extra you somewhere that will be there for you. What does that mean? An extra you. <laughs> like what? Like what is an extra me? What? What? I don't know. Only you would know. Continue. That's the most dumbest shit. Oh, you got your beaten pillow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what you mean. We're laying on the bed recording this, by the way, for those listening and want a visual. And she has her pillow that is used as a beating stick because it literally looks like a baton. Um, just threatening me. Just holding that over my head right now. Um, okay, next question. Ow. Why doesn't anyone know what mail carriers look like? This is asked by Woody, and uh, I would say that nobody knows what mail carriers look like because, I don't know, to me, I, I think I think people know what they look like. So, to me, I would say, yeah, you know, like, it seems, it seems like people know what the mail carrier looks like because they know me, but I guess that's more of, like, a, a personal... That's because you're mullet proud and you show it to everyone and everyone on your route. You're like, be my friend. Add me on the socials. But most mail carriers, you don't see. I don't <laughs> Go to my mine. comedy show. <laughs> oh, yes. Every single person. Check me out. Check me out. Don't go postal. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Why doesn't anyone know what mail carriers look like? I think... You keep with the beaten pillow for what? What am I even doing? I, I, like, what? Why wouldn't somebody know what a mail carrier like? I mean, we don't. You're not going to confuse a mail carrier with, like, UPS. Because, one, they have different trucks, different colors, or FedEx, different truck, different colors. They have, like, a Navy. So it's like, what other occupation is, like, a mail carrier where it's like a light blue i can't think of anything i mean my mail carrier though comes during the day while i'm at work most people are at work so they don't see them so they don't know what they look like because they just never see them yeah and then also like the temporary employees the the people that are very new don't even have uniforms they're wearing t-shirts like the lady that delivered the kennel the other day was just wearing a t-shirt all right uh next question uh, do you love your job? Asked by Karoma. What's up, Karoma? And I would say, for the most part, yes. Um, it's just getting to the job that is difficult sometimes. Because once I'm actually working, uh, I would say I do love that. Um, but it's just like the the build-up anticipation per se not even anticipation because it's like the same thing every day I guess that's why I don't ever want to go in it's just like cause it's the same thing um, but once I do get there it's it's easy to get into the you know the what do you call it groove yeah because it's the same thing it's just it's just that so it's a groove yeah so I, I do love my job because uh, why why do I love my job? I would say because the walking it is it is good for you and meditative in a way. What about the people you meet? People, one hundred percent. I'm very lucky to have met some really nice people. People that support my comedy as well, like Bruce. Bruce has gone to 
a couple of comedy shows, man. Um, so shout out to Bruce again. And uh, yeah, so I, I do love my job. I hope you do as well, Chroma. She's a she's a male carrier too. Most awkward moment delivering the mail and doing stand up. That is asked by Vinny C. Vinny C. Uh, down in, or yeah, no, up. So not down. It'll be up in Charlotte. Uh, he saw me at. Uh, damn, what was it? the Muse? I think that's what it's called. Some place in Charlotte, and it was a open mic, and I was talking about like uh, mail carriers going postal and like befriending someone who I think would go postal. And I remember after the the set, he walked up to me and befriended you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, added me on you know, followed me on Instagram. Said he really liked my stuff. You don't think he did that for a reason after your joke about going postal? <laughs> Thought I was going to go crazy. Yeah, he's like, let me go on his good side. <laughs> if he ever comes back to Charlotte, I want him to know that he's got a friend. <laughs> he's got a friend in me. Uh, most awkward moment delivering the mail. There was seriously one time where I was walking up. This is when I was a CCA, like very new. And I was walking up to a front... Uh, like mailbox and it was right by like their window it was like a huge like front window that you, you could see into their living room and there was a female getting changed she wasn't like naked but she was like had her bra on getting changed and i didn't know what to do so i just like stared at the mailbox and just like kept my eyes locked on the mailbox once i saw that she was doing what she was doing put the mail there and just like backtracked immediately got out of there Uh, and doing stand-up, most awkward moment doing stand-up. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I guess it is. It was kind of awkward, but there was this one moment where uh, this person was very upset at not even me. They thought I was a different comedian and walked up to me and was like. Your set was not good. Like, what things you said, and, like, only reason I couldn't hear you is because I was on my phone. Just, like, started talking to me like that. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'm glad you were able to say this to me. I hope you feel better about this when you go home tonight. Because they, they felt like they had accomplished something by telling me off. But it wasn't even me. It was somebody else that they were referring to. How do you know it was someone else? Because they were they were talking about an interaction they had with a comedian and the only thing I had interaction wise with the crowd during my set like was was copacetic you know it wasn't it wasn't bad in your opinion like it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't that what she was saying happened so it was awkward because she confused me with somebody else for one and then two it was awkward because she just had all this animosity that was like misguided that's all I can think of I'm trying to think of something else I mean if you're talking about just like on stage awkward moment that's one thing but awkward moment like outside of stand up we can get into some shit you know like uh, <laughs> like somebody telling me like oh Donovan your joke about killing your wife I really think you're gonna do it 
<laughs> and then he turns out to be a convicted pedophile. That's always a fun, awkward thing. And I would definitely kill you first. I've I've wanted to turn that into the, like put that into the bit because like the way that I would angle it is like uh people think I would kill my wife but just one headbutt to the chest and I would be dead. <laughs> Cuz your headbutt is like vicious. Um So yeah, that's what I would say about awkward. Um why are you a comedian from Diane M. Mimi. Mimi, shout out Mimi. We love you. I would say it started out definitely ego-based. Like, when I started out, I just loved the attention. And even now, like, that is a part that I like about it, but it's not the driving force anymore that it was. Uh, I would say now it's just to be the absolute funniest and to make people laugh. Uh, I know that sounds probably pretty generic. Like, why are you a comedian? I want to make people laugh. <laughs> but it also uh, just the continuation of it, uh, why am I a comedian? It's, it's the only thing I haven't quit. And I think that is enough to keep me going. It's just like to just tell myself that like, you know what I mean? The meanie butt in me is just like, be like, it's the only thing you haven't quit because you just haven't quit yet. You don't know you quit until you quit. But <laughs> it's it's lasted the longest though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything else, I quit within X amount of time. I get it. No more half measures. Ah, it's a reference to my tattoo about me wanting to be a director, and I stopped <laughs> <laughs> wanting to You're be a director. You're not gonna quit this though. I'm just making a change because that's the most dedicated you've been i just gotta give you a hard time yeah that's what you do <laughs> <laughs> as she threatens with the the pillow um no nah, i think you know uh you've definitely helped with what a comedian should be which is like being thick-skinned like you've definitely made me you're trying to low-key tell people I'm mean to you. You've made me thick-skinned, yeah, because <laughs> you have those meanie butt jokes all the time. <laughs> we edit. We can edit that out. <laughs> it's fine. Well, that's it for the questions. So thank you all for asking questions. Um. So, yeah, like I said, thank you all for asking questions. I hope that is enough to your satisfaction. And uh, now, you and I, babe. <laughs> what? Nothing. Continue. She's laughing at the way I'm bringing this up. Yeah. We're going to talk about MasterChef. Okay. Our favorite current show. Luca. What was he, season three? No, four. He was season four? Yeah. So, season one... Oh, we can't we can't spoil it, can we? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert from Master Chef. Season one was uh, female because it was like the first. It's Whitney, Whitney Miller. Yep, and then second season. Jennifer. I don't remember Jennifer. The blonde that went up against Christian. Christian, what? The stay-at-home dad. Oh yes. 
Yes. He was in the top two? Yeah. It Damn, was her and he lost. Whitney went up against, I think, Sharone. No, he went home way before that. Really? Yeah. So are you Googling? Yep. Season one, who did? Who did Whitney, Whitney go beat up against? In season one. David Miller. Oh, I forgot about David. Which one's David? There's no picture. Yes, there is. You know David Miller, the eccentric guy? There ain't no pictures of him. Oh, yeah. I felt like David should have won that. Is he still alive? Yeah. We have to ask that for people that lost MasterChef. Yeah, that's him right there. Yeah, okay. I remember. I liked David. Oh, man. I'm Googling pictures they can't see, but he was a nice, quirky guy. So that was season one. I think David should have taken it. Season two was who'd you say? Jennifer. And then season three, Christine. And that's why I said we have to Google because she beat Josh. That uh, you know, unfortunately. And so and then now season four were what was on um, Luca and Luca. I loved Luca because Luca's love for his life was the best in his accent. He was had the best. He had the best, um, what's it called, dish when she showed up. He did. And that was so nice. I only root for the people that are nice to everyone else. If I see that they're being mean or bad-mouthing or making mean faces and they get, like others get bad criticism or if they're like just bad-talking them and gossiping, I automatically want them to lose and go down. The nicer the chef is, the more I want them to win. They ask loaded questions of the judges, like, who do you think is going to lose? Why do you think they're going to lose? And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not quite sure who's going to lose, but what I know is that my dish is such and such. Like, you just divert. You don't have to be mean. And that's something that you were taught. It's just like, if you don't have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. And I was not <laughs> taught that. Um, I kind of taught myself, uh, the truth, um, because I lied so much. And then once you come out of that, you just like blurt out the truth and it's, you can't use that as an excuse to be mean though. But in my opinion, if it's the truth, it isn't that mean, but you can always say the truth in a nice manner. So... That, to me, seems like you can fit in a white lie somehow. I didn't say lie. I said say the truth, but in a nice manner. Mm. Okay. We're still learning. And uh, MasterChef, <laughs> it's a great show that we enjoy. I love MasterChef. Any type of cooking show, though, because I'm old at heart. I love cooking shows. Cooking shows and reading, that's it. Oh, you, you mentioned reading. So, we got, what do you like to read? You like to read uh, fantasy? I know that. Yep. Fantasy, paranormal, sci fi type stuff. And sometimes, uh, you know, younger book, young adult books thrown in here or there. Some dystopias, urban realities, and such that you don't like to read. So, there's not much to Hold on, what? There. You don't read, read, no. What? 
He'll listen to your little podcast and such. That's no. I, I have audio audio books. Don't just sit there. And, uh, I kind of don't sit there those. and fuck. You seriously just sat there and was like, "You don't read. You're dumb. <laughs> I don't consider you smart at all." I just forgot about audio books. Like I being have a book. paperback books and you have nothing. <laughs> I have so many Ernest Hemingway books that I've never read, <laughs> and the Greek mythology book. But damn, you were literally just, I'm about to go through my Audible right now and show you, because I don't, I don't. How you gonna stop bringing up pictures and things that your audience can't see? It causes it's the disconnect. It's not pictures, it's, it's reading the names of the books. How is that? What? 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 Right. So, what? What? <laughs> so, what? What? So, okay, what? I'm what? just going to do that the whole time. All right. What? Um, what? Here what? we go. <laughs> See, I, I listen to books that are very different from what you listen to, like Crime and Punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Can't hurt me no mm. more. No more. What <laughs> is love? That's a great song. Modern Man in Search of a Soul by Carl Gustav Jung. His name reminds me of Gustav the Chicken Man from Breaking Bad. Is that his name? It kind of looks like him, too. Oh, shit, it's about to play. Don't play. Wait, is that his name, though? Since you've seen Breaking Bad so many times, they have that guy's face uh, on there. Yeah, it was uh, Gus, yeah. Was that his full name, though? I think so. Yeah, look at that. Well, here, you can look at that. He kind of looks like Gustav. No, he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, just different books from you, so... I do read. I got pl- I got thirty three titles here in my Audible. So <laughs> what? Nothing. Go. No, go ahead. Say it. Nothing. Continue. You are discreetly rude. <laughs> okay. So that's one show we like, Master Chef, and we like reading. Uh, another show that we enjoy. Alone. Is alone. And we are spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alerts for anybody that hasn't seen Alone. And we are freaking waiting for new seasons of that. They need new seasons. This guy Jordan killed a moose. A whole moose. Shout out to Jordan. And Wolverines. He killed a moose and what, two Wolverines? Quite a few, because they kept trying to get to his moose. I think it was just two. Like he killed a moose and then two Wolverines. Maybe it was too, but he killed Wolverines. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan was, the, I think, the best one on that show. You see by people far. get attacked by bears too on Vancouver Island. But like, as far as survivability, Jordan was the best. Well, what about that one guy in Patagonia that survived like 80, 70 something, maybe eighty something days? Well, we didn't watch all of that. We did watch one of them. Yeah. That you talking about the pastor? That one. No, that wasn't Patagonia, was it? That was Vancouver. Uh, I thought Patagonia was the pastor. No, pastor was in Vancouver Island. Patagonia was, I think, the young guy, and then the girl came in second at like 70-something days. Yeah, and you just knew who was going to win because you just know people <laughs> that well. And so, okay, you are okay, a, okay. a good judge of so character. I, I'm about to tell myself <laughs> stop. So the very first season that we watched, we I guessed he was going to win alone, like on the money, on the tee, like guess the order. And so for the second season towards the end, 
I thought I would keep it up and make him think I was that good at guessing. And so I Googled who would win. And he was just amazed. So it like became a competition to him. And so to keep it up, I just ended up Googling the winners for a couple of the seasons until I finally told him I'm not as good as you think I am at guessing these. I've Let's tell them how, them. like, why you decided to tell me that you messed up. <laughs> because <laughs> you Googled the no, person's no, no, no. name. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, I Googled, <laughs> so I Googled who the winner was going to be for one of the seasons, not realizing there would be two people with the same, with the name. same name in the same season. So when I saw one guy, I mean, it was like, I think he's going to be the winner. <laughs> And then when they gave the bio for the next day, I was like, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> well, you said it was going to be him, and then it was literally that episode that he got eliminated. You're like, oh, I guess I'm wrong. I was like, it must be the <laughs> other one. <laughs> Which is, uh, I, I got low-key pretty mad. I was like, you know what, we're not watching the rest of the season. Low-key, high-key. <laughs> yeah, high-key, for sure. Um... And then the, the first guy, Alan, man, Alan, he he didn't thrive as well as Jordan did. But he was wise, and he enjoyed yeah. himself, and he had a lot of good tidbits of just about life and wisdom and how to think. Oh, yeah. That's why they made him the narrator, because he was, like, for the next couple of seasons, because, like, like it was really, like, prof- how, how would you say this, prophetical? Maybe. Like, the things that he was he was saying, it was like he was on mushrooms, but you know he's out there sober. I mean, he really was eating mushrooms, though. He was eating mushrooms and snails. And then the reason I say mushrooms is because it's a learning experience when you, when you go on a psychedelic trip. I mean, I disagree, but... Have you ever done it? So, exactly, shut up. Okay, you're just going to tell me to shut up on the podcast that you invited me to? Okay, bet. Have fun. This is now the Donovan Stroud by himself podcast. Uh, all right. Having three dogs and one cat. I'll talk about <laughs> that by myself. <laughs> um, all by myself. <sighs> so, we have two pit bulls now. And one... Australian Shepherd lab mixture. And then Nala the Impala, our cat, the ruler of them all. Nala the Impala, the cat. And Draco the Snako. Draco the Snako. He's the newest addition. Saka Waka, a Saka Tins, and then Mia Sapia, our happy girl. We should let them know like their real names. It's Mia Socks, Draco, Nala. And then we just... <laughs> add you know the other stuff because why not it's cute draco the snako is the snako because he snakes up everywhere and he's very sneaky you were doubtful when i gave him that nickname but then he started doing sneaky <laughs> shit and you're like maybe you're right <laughs> and then soccer walker is just he look his head looks like a soccer ball he's huge mia sapia is just because it's rhymes and she's our happy girl every time she smiles. She's like also it looks majestic like she's, AF. Yeah, she is very majestic. She has a nice, long, flowy coat, but she every smiles. time she smiles, she f- shows her full teeth, and it looks like fangs, and so no one wanted to adopt her from the pound because they thought she was growling 
that she was showing all of her teeth, but really it's just how she smiles. See, the people that didn't take her didn't have Instagram because... What? You want to smile for the picture, smile for the gram, you know? If you saw that and you had Instagram, you'd be like, you know what? I'm getting this doll. We're going to smile in the pictures together. Whatever. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I mean, I'm not social media savvy like you, so I'm just like, okay. Uh, you're not tech savvy, man. You, uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm an old person at heart, man. Very old at heart. Old person. Like, you get really, really tired, no matter <laughs> what, at 8 p.m. <laughs> every night. <laughs> Shutdown time, man. It's just a countdown. Like, get me in bed. It's over. Up between 4.30 and 5. Being the counterweight to one another, so whereas you are a morning person, I am not. <laughs> not. So we balance each other out in that sense. That's He's what a I night mean. owl. That's what I mean by counterweight. And uh, I don't know how I can I, I can make the nighttime like activeness probably a little bit more beneficial for me. Like if I started doing more things, but that's just a a thought. Oh, a sad to, note. Yeah. Like, let's start making Look at the lunch. pillow. I shaped it to where it kind of looks like a whale. Sorry for those at home, but do you see it? <sighs> like, that's the whale head that's now the body. It's like the little tail. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's Moby Dick. It's the Moby Dick whale. You see, it? I was just thinking it looked like a dick. You already said dick. I added it. Come on. <laughs> All right. So, that has been this episode of the Don't Go Postal podcast. I really hope you all enjoyed it and are satisfied with the outcome. Are you satisfied? I guess. I don't know. I haven't heard the whole thing yet. It's just been as you go. And that is as we go uh, away from this episode. All right. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace out. Stay sane. Do not go postal. Goodbye.